very sensual, you know, like I am your father, we, oui, we, oui. you know. <laughs> je suis, je suis tu papa. Recording in progress. Hello, hello, everyone. Hello, everyone. Today is a new episode, and uh, we're going to start with answering a few questions that we had from our Instagram. If you haven't followed us yet, follow us link everywhere there was one question that we forgot to answer it was the is cantonese a dying language oh is cantonese a dying language well i mean living in macau it doesn't seem like it well obviously yeah but yeah when you're in the hotel industry and stuff and they say like you have to know mandarin that's when you think like oh right. is mandarin more that's important you... than cantonese yeah and when you get that's out of true. macau and hong kong especially right like don't you feel like oh i wish when i say i could I speak chinese they know because they automatically think it's mandarin because you know that's the number one you know language yeah. from china and no we speak cantonese <laughs> but apparently we mm-hmm. found out that here in america there's a lot of cantonese speakers in the yeah sense. and also in vietnam remember people mentioned and also like s- some of the south malaysia i think uh re- yeah malaysian but also like recently there's uh, what's that country called it's a really myanmar country, um that commented no 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 a, a different one fair enough Brunei, that's the that's the country. A Brunei, like yeah, you have uh, black, I see like you're and... a brunette. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, Brunei. So like, there are people around that speak Cantonese, and overall, I'm not really sure yeah. if it's a dying language. So I don't think it's a dying language. I don't think it's a dying language because people in Canada also speak it, and they actually speak it more than mandarin that's what i heard and some people yeah. schools even like it's teach cool. cantonese right so yeah no it's not a dying language okay in our opinion in my yeah in our opinion <laughs> okay okay uh first question on instagram oh you know this is all this juping stuff i really don't know how to read them but i'm gonna try okay what is the difference between you go and you jet and when is it applicable? You go spelled Y U T G O W. And then you jet Y U T J E T. Go, you cow. Sorry, but we don't know what you're saying. Type it oh, in Chinese. It like Google the Chinese I mean, words and don't. tell us because we yeah. actually know the Chinese words more. Okay, next. Yeah. Okay, next. People look at us and think oh. this will be better than Chinese words, but no. Chinese characters, <laughs> please, because we are from Macau and we went to Chinese schools, okay? Oh, Not English. A lot of times it's hard for us to tell what you're spelling, what you're trying to... Yeah. Um. Anyways, mm. okay, next question. Well, not a question. This one says, no questions. Just love your Cantonese con- content on TikTok. From Brunei. Oi, say Leia. Brunei. Thank you. Brunei. We just learned where Brunei is. It's somewhere near Southeast Asia. So super cool to have you guys following us and loving our content. And we're really grateful for that. Yes. Um, I love it. We'd love to get to know Brunei more. Yes. Yay. Okay. Next question. What's your comfort food in the States when you miss Macau? What is it? Oh, raw shrimp. I know it's Thai. You know the Thai Mm. raw shrimp? Yeah. But I had a lot growing up in Macau, like with my family. And so whenever like I Can miss you eat home, them in America? 
there is this one spot that by me like by the gym is like 20 minutes away but like they mm-hmm. have the and they call they call it uh shrimp shrimp ceviche but, but it's oh, it's yum sanha yeah i know yeah. and then i didn't know that is how you call it but yeah like mm-hmm, and then mm-hmm. and then every time I, I, we order it they they always say like oh it's very spicy and i'm like I know, but it, I got so it. <laughs> the sauce on top is so good, like the garlicky thing. Oh my god, oh, oh, so good. That's where I go. Like I, I know it's like not specific mm. manganese food, but yeah, I would yeah, cook yeah, mean yeah. chi, I guess, at home. You know, if <laughs> just cause, like not cause I miss home, but it's because I like to eat it. You know what I mean? But if I miss home, yeah, yeah, yeah. it seems somehow yes, because I miss like me and my dad always eat it together. Like me and my mom, like hi. For me, it's uh, jong. Like for me, I eat jong any time of the year. I do love it. I like always the, know you remember you the like green, <laughs> the green beans. Um, lok tao jong is like it comes with different. Like I think pig fat too. Ooh. And then, anyways, they sell it at like a Chinese market twenty minutes away from me. Mm-hmm. And I just steam it and eat it. It's like. Oh. It's pretty expensive, so but beautiful. that's my comfort food. That is delicious. Oh my god! Yeah. Oh, or I order okay. me goreng. Haha. <laughs> that's like oh, unhealthy. <laughs> that's the simplest. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, because every time we go Circle K and Seven Eleven, yeah, it is the best noodles ever in Domin, baby. Me goreng, because we eat it all the times from 7-eleven or circle k and then now we're in america circle k and 7-eleven are gas station source and you're just like what yeah there's no fish yeah. balls there's no siu mai no fish ball there's no curry sauce <laughs> <laughs> so good ah oh, i miss okay next next are you guys multiracial? Very multi. <laughs> We're both of two, so. so half Sri Lankan, half Filipino. Half Brazilian, half Filipino. I don't know how many times we have to say it, but we, yeah. We both are one Filipino. Yeah, we're both one half Filipino. Um, so this yeah. podcast is one Filipino, half Portuguese. Blah, blah. Whoa, I said Portuguese and so Brazilian. What the hell? okay i'm not part of the rivalry between brazil and portugal (laughs) i love it and sri lankan okay yeah so we yes we are multi-racial all right okay next so why did you leave macau and choose the u.s it's funny how like people say it's funny like people say that like why did you choose u.s like everybody has a choice you know like to go mm, it's like i mean because maybe it looks like we wanted a better life so we left macau and came to america maybe that's what most people do right this is crazy maybe that's that's why but they, that's what they we, that's, that's a lot of people dream. would think yeah, yeah 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 that's what people would think so, so you're right you're right no yeah i mean i don't choose to want to pay taxes bro but like if the job (laughs) opportunity is more for someone like me i will go and that's why i went to u.s i didn't really choose u.s but the u.s chose me yeah we just got born in macau that's why yeah (laughs) oh yeah it's too small 
Yeah, I mean, yeah. I love Macau because obviously my family and friends and family are there. It was so hard to leave. And my doggy. But um, if I was going to stay there, I would have to work like those type of yeah. Filipino, um, how to say, labor worker jobs. Which, labor work. Which I'm not saying it's like, oh, my God, it's terrible. Like, oh, I'm not ashamed of it. It's just that. It was really tiring and I was really like depressed. Like I was like, oh my God, I, I'd rather like go work in Philippines, which what people from Macau always say like, oh, go back to it's Philippines like, then you if you don't you like it feel here. welcome in a place that you work in too, right? Like exactly. you're born and raised there. So then the, the guy that yeah. I was with, like uh, that I am with now, like was like, what, you want to move to America with me? Like, you know, I know that for sure you're going to find a job there because there's so many like employment because a lot of people here, are entrepreneurs and they don't want to work so yeah, yeah. our work ethic, or go to college yeah, yeah our work ethics is actually like oh my god you're such a hard worker like for us like and i'm like really you know <sighs> it's crazy but yeah the cost of living here and food costs like it's a lot like i wish i could get back to macau with that part <laughs> just some yeah you know you know i also met someone and you went to school here too, though, right? I did go to well, I went to school here because I met him. So cool. <laughs> so though. I was like transfer here, uh, and I don't know. It didn't seem like it was much of a discussion. It was yeah. like, yeah, okay, we go to America. Because also, I was like thinking, like, you know, it's probably easier for me to adapt to America than for him to adapt to Macau. Oh my god, that you know? is so true. Yeah, that's so true. And then I was like, yeah, I'm open to it, so I just went. Yeah. The, the great part about Macau, like when we were, we were living there, like Tyler and I, it was that we could travel a lot to other mm, Asian the countries. countries. Around, oh my God, so cheap. Yes. And he basically, well, basically like, cause he's a teacher. So like he, he has more, like he has those long holidays. Yeah. And he would like, he, he's probably gone like to most of the Asian places already there. Yeah, so yeah, that's yeah. why he was like, oh my God, like I don't have anywhere to go. Yeah and yeah i've never been to america so it's like okay like why not like we, let's explore the other side of the world together yay mm -hmm. <laughs> and you've also been to europe so you're like okay let's go to america like another continent right yeah <laughs> yeah so, so that's 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 why we think that's why that's why it's a very long question mm -hmm. i mean answer but thank you <laughs> all right last question uh how much portuguese do they teach in macau schools and how well do you speak it Ooh. So if you actually watch our recent, well, previous episode, previous, previous episode, we interviewed someone who studied in a Portuguese school. And we talk a little bit about the difference between Portuguese school in Macau, I think local schools in Macau, and this episode we'll oh talk God. about international schools in Macau. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. So, so the Portuguese, Portuguese school, school yeah. they do teach everything Portuguese, yeah. like how Portugal does it, but for normal normal schools as Public, in any schools? other schools mm. right because not local schools teach portuguese too yeah local schools teach portuguese as a secondary language yeah like, so like maybe three four times a week we have one class every day is it every day feels like it's every day maybe four times but it's so easy like the the stuff that easy they teach, for us because yeah. we know we know the you know Roman it's language like and... spanish in america <clears throat> They have it as a secondary yeah. language too, right? 
if you use the language if you are forced to you know like to communicate to socialize like you Mm. that's how you learn and that's why people like you have to really adapt yourself into the place and into the surroundings you know what i mean like so you can polish up your accent also yeah our well First off, he says, how well do you speak it? You're half Brazilian, so... Eu falo pouquinho em português. It's pouquinho also? I feel like it's a little bit more I than pouquinho. I always say pouquinho because I lowered expectations, so they don't expect too much from me, you know? Fair. <laughs> eu, um, but, her, yeah, her accent is more Brazilian Portuguese. I'm just like, <laughs> eu falo um, um pouco português. Um, eu, eu posso... Ler português e, uh... <laughs> Let's just say we can com- we can direct someone if someone is it, lost. <laughs> yes, and it's rusty. You know what? When I, when in high school uh, graduation ceremony, they asked mm-hmm. me to be the Portuguese MC. That's how good my oh. Portuguese was back mm. then when I was still speaking. Well, because I would be speaking with um, you know, like sand, like the EPM, yeah, yeah, the, yeah. the Portuguese um, school people I'm I'm friends with. I like you know they always speak Portuguese together and so I'm just like I don't want them to translate just because mm. I don't you know so I gotta like pick up my pace but uh yeah like now it's horrible my Portuguese and yeah when I do say it I'm just like oh, you follow un pouco Portuguese <laughs> Eu, uh... yeah no it's so yeah I know a little bit yeah pastel de nata eu gosto de comer pastel de nata um yeah <laughs> all right so that's all the questions um, is that all like yes that's all the questions so today we're gonna have a interview with a very special person from macau as well Kiselo. let's welcome up swana that's how you say it swana yeah swan dive <laughs> Hi! Hi, girl! <laughs> so there, now you have all my books in the background. So Beautiful. So smart. <laughs> and look. Oh, yes. Represent. Represent. You know what's oh, going oh, on. I'm, I'm wearing this one. Well, no. <laughs> Introduce yourself. Oh, my God. Yes. Okay. 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 So, oh my God, I can't with myself. Uh, Okay. So long story short, 26 years of life summed up in 30 seconds. So actually I was born in France, uh, but my parents at the time were living in Kinshasa in the Democratic Republic of the Congo. Uh, So I spent the first seven years of my life there. And then my dad got a job in Macau. Like my parents had never heard of Macau. This was 2003. Mm -hmm. Like, yep. <laughs> I never heard of Macau before. Like my dad got the email from Air Macau and he's like, Air what? Like, what's going on? Air what? <laughs> yeah. So then they were like, okay, well, you know what? We live in a war-torn country. Maybe there's better places to raise our children. So they were like, let's go to China. And I was like, it's not China, it's Macau. Well, I didn't know. Now, <laughs> I yeah, I know, right? Time. That's so I true. didn't know at the time, but I came to learn, you know. So we yes. moved to Macau when I was seven. And it was so weird, man, because I didn't speak any English. I obviously didn't speak Cantonese. Only French? Only French. Uh, And so I show up and then I'm like, okay. And my parents are like, okay, well, you have to learn English. And I'm like, why? I didn't ask for this. I know, right? Yeah. So then they put me in an English school. And then when I started to learn English, they were like, okay, now you have to learn Chinese. And I'm like, 
Mandarin, Cantonese. Mandarin. They're like, Mandarin is the language of the future. So they were like always super hard on me for for me to learn Mandarin. Um, But the funny thing is that we weren't allowed to speak Cantonese in school. So that's like one of my biggest regrets because it feels like, you know, like being raised in Macau and having such a strong emotional attachment to Macau, but not being able to speak the local language, like it makes me feel like a fraud. But I mean, it's not my fault. It's the school. It's the school. That's fair. That's because fair. you're supposed to speak more English and more Mandarin. Yeah. It was only English and Mandarin that were accepted. Like mm-hmm. legit, if they heard you speak Cantonese or any other language, like you could get detention or get like detention. That is yeah. very China. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if it's still the case. because uh, yeah. I feel like they relaxed a bit when we got to high school, or maybe it's just we stopped caring. That's true. Uh, but yeah, like, so yeah, so that's how I ended up in Macau, stayed there until I was 18, and then left uh, to Taiwan to study Mandarin because Mandarin is the language of the future. So I was like, okay, I'm going to study Mandarin for a year. And then I got a, a uni offer from a school in Paris. Ooh. And I was like, I was like why Ooh. Paris? Like, smart, I'm like okay, it's like, the thing is that I'm French. I have French parents, but I've never, I, up until that point, I had never lived here. Like it was only Both your parents are French. Both my parents are French. Like I would come here for the summer vacations. My mm. grandparents lived here. I had family here, but I didn't have a life or anything. I didn't have any friends. I only knew my cousins. Uh, yeah. and, like we all, we rarely saw each other. Um, so then I was, but this, the program for that school was the one that fitted what I wanted to do the most. So I was like, okay. I'm going to try Paris. Let's see how it goes. Worst case scenario. If I don't like it, I can just apply to like an English speaking country or something. Because also I did all my studies in English. Right. Yeah. So my yeah, French, yeah, yeah. like I only spoke French at home and with my grandparents and the only French cultural. Wait, sorry, let me turn off my WhatsApp. Ugh. The only like French influences that I had was from the one French channel we had in Macau and my parents. <laughs> There's a French channel. <laughs> I don't think I'm aware of this. <laughs> It's Which TV one? Cinq Monde. TV Cinq Monde. It's amazing. It's like, <laughs> I didn't know. Yeah. And like for, for a whole period of time, they actually, they weren't even showing the majority of their programs weren't even French. They were Canadian French. So uh... like, I was like, when I would go back to France and speak to my cousins, like I would throw Canadian French words in there. And they're like, what the fuck are you talking about? And I'm like, wait, you don't say this here? Like what's going on? That's crazy. It's great, great. And then so I came here for uni and it was like, I think you were speaking about it in one of your episodes uh, a while back um, about reverse culture shock. Yes. So like you go to a country that's technically yours, but you've never lived there or you only experienced vacations there. So then you're like, Yep. what's going on that's what uh, with our sketch car when she yeah. went back to hong kong yeah i love yeah. her i love her drawings they're so cute so cute so cute but yeah, oh but yeah so i stayed in i stayed in paris for three years i got my undergrad and then i was after three years i'm like i'm done <laughs> no more no more french no <laughs> like no but seriously the thing is that okay i had a great experience in my uni it was fun but like there's this whole thing about like being a TCK and then moving yeah. back to your country. And I felt like I had to adapt my personality yeah. and like downplay mm-hmm. so much of me, which was, you know, this girl that I was in Macau and in Taipei that literally had no problems being who she is because everybody was mixed or everybody had a similar yeah. type of experience. But then coming to, you friends, had to be French only. Exactly. It was like, if I like, Oh my God, I remember one day, 
one day. This, this, I will like on my deathbed, I will remember this. Uh, <laughs> so it was when they did that spinoff of Star Wars, I think Rogue One. Or yeah, the, uh-huh. the new yeah, yeah. Star Wars film was coming out. The Return, the, the Force Awakens or something. And uh, so I arrive at uni and in the common area, my friends are all sitting there. So I go to meet them. And then I say in French, I'm like, have you seen the latest Star Wars trailer? So in French, it's like, est-ce que vous avez vu la dernière bande annonce Star Wars? And then they make fun of me because I pronounce Star Wars the English way. So they're like, oh, Star Wars, Star Wars. And then I say, what would you prefer? I say Star Wars. Like, what the fuck? Like, what is the what is the French way? Star Wars. It is. Star Wars. Is it? It's Star Wars. But then those are for the, the kids that are relatively woke. But then pure for the pure hardcore French above all, it's La Guerre des Étoiles. Oh my god! Is that the star and then the wars, like like translated? Yeah, yeah. Oh, <laughs> war of, it's the war of stars. <laughs> Say it again. La guerre des étoiles. La guerre, La guerre des, des étoiles. étoiles. Yeah. Des étoiles. Oh, very sensual, you know. Like I am your father. We oui, we. Oui. You know. <laughs> je suis je suis tout papa. <laughs> Good. Tu parles français? Très bien. Look at that! Je suis ton père. It would be like more formal, you know, like because they didn't know each other. Like Your papi! Papi! You soy tu papi. I just speak Spanish again. Oh my God, I love it. But yeah, so like it was this whole period of adapting, like trying to figure out my personality in French, yeah. trying to like still keep a form of attachment to English. Like luckily, I was part of this debating association in English. Mm. So it was like at least once a week, I had like two hours of just speaking English. And I had some friends as well that were also TCKs. So like we spoke in English. So like I found a way around it, but it was a whole period of adjusting and like trying to get to know your country and who you are in your country. Yeah. So true. But yeah, but then anyway, after three years, I was like, yeah, okay, I can't study in French anymore. This is too hard. So I'm going to leave. <laughs> I'm going to go <laughs> pack my bags. And I went to Amsterdam. Ooh! Yeah. Uh, they had uh so the unis they're mostly oh, oh my god <laughs> hold on he's he's guarding the door oh, she okay, has a dog that. too oh Koba, do you know he's gonna he's gonna make a guest appearance yeah Okay, no, don't lick the face. Don't lick the face. I always let them lick the face. I'm like, I did did my makeup. You don't want to take any foundation. That's fair. That's fair. Mm -hmm. Yeah. yeah, So then, where was I? The master's in Amsterdam. So I did my master's there because it was in English. And I was like, okay, thank God. I can be smart again. (laughs) (laughs) It's funny because it's like the opposite for me. And I feel like, yes, me. And like, like, because. Well, I went to University of Macau, which is like mm. a local school. So it's like, mm. I kind of was lucky. But don't you think like if you go to like an English school, like after a Chinese school, you got to like r- 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 kind of learn like the book words for for certain things, yeah. right? Like when yeah. you went to Santa Rosa. Even, yeah, or even like historical or like TV show stuff. Like in English, we don't know those words. Maybe we know yeah. them in Cantonese because we yeah. grew up learning Cantonese, yeah. right? And then... 
And then it's almost like, we're stupid. Why didn't you notice? Did you go to school? Like, yeah. We did, but we knew them in, in, in another chemi- language. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In chemistry, math, everything. Like, so like, I sound like I'm dumb because I don't know stuff like, oh, from fifth grade or something. But it's like, I know the Chinese word for it. Exactly. Oh my God. But then people, I swear to God, like, the, and it's not just like learning the words. I think it's also learning the way of thinking. Mm, and, way of thinking. That is one thinking. thing. And like learning. And yeah, and the worst thing is that people think you're stupid because you don't know a word. Where it's just, it's not just like, it's not that you're stupid. It's just, you know, the word in another language. So it makes you smarter. Duh. Yeah. Mm. Duh. Like some people are like, oh my God, that's not how we say it. It's like, um, this language is spoken in multiple countries, which with different cultures, like obviously there's going to be different versions. And it's yeah. like, I hate it when it go like, that's not how you say it. Or like, <laughs> um, that's not how you say it. It's like, how about you be more flexible with your mind and understand me without Maybe. commenting? Yeah. The world does not revolve around you. You're not Duolingo. <laughs> Go away. That's just a little green owl like coming after you. And it's like, it's pronounced aluminum, not aluminum. Like, oh, that was the biggest thing I had coming to America. I'm like, oh yeah, can the you aluminum? And he's like, what did you say? Aluminum. Oh. <laughs> God, the U.S. and U.K. English is so stupid because they they go so hysterical when you just say like, and it's a synonym. It's not like oh, it's a U.K. U.S. Oh, wow. thing. No hurry. No, that's my dog. <laughs> okay. That's the thing because a lot of people like to do, be like, oh, if that's not right, then it's wrong. Like it's like black and white. But honestly, yeah. like language is very gray. Okay, exactly. and I mean, especially with the slangs now. I mean, no cap. I mean, oh that's God. dude. I cannot understand the next generation. I told, I would tell them, look, I'm 27. I don't speak your language. Can you speak? <laughs> but yeah, the UK and, and US English, like people gotta chill about about that. Yeah. Like if yeah. you understand it, you understand it. Don't have to make a comment about it. Exactly. They they like to laugh because they want to feel superior. Like, that's why people do that, you know? Like, correcting people, it's like, yeah. <laughs> it's, it's not that. It's like, shut the fuck up. You're not Duolingo. Yeah. You know, a kid, a kid did that to me in a bookstore just last weekend. And I was like, okay, I'm like one meter taller than this kid. I'm stronger. <laughs> Don't <laughs> It's a crime. If I hit him, it's a crime. Like, I'm like, straight to jail. Straight to jail. But like, so I, I was looking for a book which is called Six of Crows. So I was with my cousin who speaks French. So I was telling her, if you see this title, she doesn't speak English. So I'm like, I spelled it out for her and I said, S-E-X, which in French is S-I-X because E and I is, yeah. It's and then, and then this kid looks at me and he goes, no, it's S-I-X. And I'm like, S-E-X, because I was pronouncing it in French. And then he's like, wait, are you speaking English? And I'm like, bitch, shut the fuck up. Like you, you learned the numbers in school and now you think you can school me? Like, no. <laughs> then I, so I worked in Amsterdam for a year and then I was done. And then I was like, I'm gonna move back to Macau. But guess what? It was 2020. Oh, COVID, so, so, COVID. Quarantine. Yeah, that was my question. I was like, why are you still in Paris? <laughs> no, I, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> so I wanted to leave Amsterdam and I was like, okay, I'm just going to go wait in France until I can go back to Macau. Yeah. And then I just stayed. Nice. Because at some point, at some point I had to find a job uh, and it's just everything, like things in Macau weren't opening up. So I was like, okay, well, I had an opportunity. Yeah. Um, so now I work as a social media manager. So Ooh. fun. Cause I get to, Ooh. I get to write copies and I get to like, 
like help out like if we're doing a campaign for a brand uh then i'm like okay like people ask for my opinion and i'm like yes i want to do this i want to do this yes <laughs> then my boss will say that's nice but we could do it better and i'm like okay <laughs> <laughs> i feel the same i'm a graphic designer so it's like you know for, for the marketing like company so yeah. it's fun yeah you're right it's just fun <laughs> and uh, that's something like macau doesn't have like that you can do right like yeah. that's one thing that's why that's uh, that's one of the big reasons why like i like working here but i do mm. miss macau you know yeah. like yeah. obviously yeah. Yeah, yeah in terms of like job opportunity because when I, i was there over christmas for the first time in three years so it was i was shook i was shook but like uh yeah like i was thinking okay if i were to move back to macau uh with the career path i have now what would mm. really be my job opportunities because it's like yeah. i feel like marketing in macau is really not it's not a big thing yeah, yeah. and if it is it would, it would be like someone that knows the person that would do it you yeah. know like yeah. or you'd work in a hotel or a casino or, or a bank or cuz exactly it's just those few industry yeah. So yeah. it's like, but I mean, here I'm working for an events group and a shoe manufacturer. So it's like, it's variety. And there's also options. Like if I wanted to like grow in career path, I feel like you're, you're, you don't hit a ceiling very early on. Like right now I'm junior, but then in two years I could be like account manager. And then in four, four or five years, I could be senior account manager. Whereas I feel like in Macau, it's like, yeah, you either get a very high position when you're 30, 35. Yeah. Growth is a little bit harder mm -hmm. so, I so yeah so i i stayed and i mean it's good i tried i made a life for myself in paris another life because it was like i was here and then i left and then i came back so it was it's a different mindset because before i was a student and now i'm a working young adult yeah um, so yeah what do you do on your free time to like feel closer to home okay well, well <laughs> the best part is that i actually live in the asian district Oh, so if I want to feel closer to home, I walk 500 meters and I have one of the best oh dim sum restaurants in Paris that tastes like home. That's even I'm better there. than us. Like I, I live in New York, so I have Chinatown, but that's still like an hour. Like That's still an hour away and she's in the same yeah. state. And she's worse. She's in Florida. There's no like nothing. My nail, my nail lady that speaks Cantonese, surprisingly, <laughs> like it was, she was like, Oh, there's not a lot of Cantonese people in Florida. Like you have to, and if you want like good Asian food, like you would have to go to like Fort Lauderdale, which is an hour away, like oh, with wow. traffic and yeah. driving that like people don't realize that America is huge and like roads are wide. Like if you want to go buy um, garlic in a supermarket, you would have to drive and people don't just buy, you know, like some groceries, they buy like a whole, like we go to Costco yeah. wholesale in bulk. Yeah. Buy bulk yeah. because that's cheaper. And it's like, you don't have to go like, like big uh, trips because very far which i'm so like not used to yeah. i miss just walking downstairs to buy garlic and like chili you know what i mean yeah. uh you know oh bro i'm so jealous though you living in the chinese like yeah and uh, it's amazing. just the other day i went to a dim sum place and i was like i just whispered and my like my husband heard me and he's like i said like oh i wish i lived here in queens but queens is kind of like a you know like a very packed city mm -hmm. density and and most people don't want to live there but just for the sake of the food and the convenience of getting good chinese food and not mm -hmm. oily stuff you know yeah oh. that's important it's so important like that's, that's so really, cool 
like because here like where i live it's really like it's where the first wave of immigrants from china settled when they came to paris uh-huh. and then you had like different obviously you had different waves and stuff and because of course yeah. the popularization of chinese food so now you can find chinese restaurants all over the city um yeah. and where i work it's like an hour away from my place it's a, it's a city just outside of paris uh and one day for lunch like i wanted to get something and there was this one chinese restaurant and i ordered and i, I was like that it, it it taught me to never order chinese food outside of chinatown awesome. ever again but the, was- the funny thing is it is so different even though you're like maybe 30 minutes to an hour away it's so different it's so yeah. so different like it was all greasy and gross and i'm like what? i don't even remember what i ordered but like they put pea. it was like something like cantonese fried rice and they put peas in there and i'm like excuse me (laughs) and then it wasn't even chasu it was just it was just like ham how dare you how dare you like how dare you i was so insulted how dare you insult chasu that way yeah they did it so dirty like it was so rude but but no but that is hilarious that is that is pretty tough uh, yeah. Yeah. like the good thing also is that so i've got obviously like the the chinese restaurants but then i also have the asian supermarket so i can find mommy no i can't find mommy but i can find lo mean mm-hmm. like, like those are good and then like all these other like little some snacks that we had in macau and yeah aloe vera drinks which i love oh yakult. Mm. i haven't seen but maybe there's a korean supermarket nearby so maybe i should go look there to see yeah oh korean i love it oh every time i see something korean i don't even know when was the last time i had yakult i think maybe yeah we have we have h mart here which is pretty big it's like a korean korean mart well they sell korean japanese stuff. yeah they have everything even hong kong like oh my god yeah yeah yeah. they even have like the vlt and i'm like oh my god no, no, don't. Oh, cool. Yeah, they do. And I was like, that's so, and it's in New Jersey, though. Like, so oh. far. New York, also, right? Or, oh. yeah, 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 I have H Mart like 10, 10, 15 minutes from me. So that's, that's a good part. One thing yeah. good, like, one thing about like America is that their Asian American food is good, but it's another thing, right? It's yeah, another it's thing. Obviously. Yeah. And the, the way we, we like miss our like Macau food is, oh my God, it's so cheap. It's in the street, like the street mm. food, the one in the street hole in a wall yeah. type of thing, like gamlay, yeah. the where you have to know Chinese to actually ask, like to, <laughs> to order. Like that's the, mm, that's where you yell miss. out the name. Yeah. So you have to go to Chinatown to even be resembly close, like to a little feel. closer. Yeah. To feel yeah. But like when I, <laughs> I watched Crazy Rich Asians when it came out and I have never been to Singapore. Mm-hmm. And obviously the movie, it's a rom-com. It's very sweet. There's all those like romantic moments and like mm-hmm. other like normal people will cry at like obviously the proposal or the wedding. I cried at the night market scene. I'm not. Oh. Even I cried because I was like, oh my God, this makes me feel like home. Like, it feels like Taiwan. It feels like Thailand. Like, oh my God, it feels like all these street snacks that we yes. would get. <laughs> yes. Dude, Singapore have these like food halls like in the, mar- in the night markets. Like oh they just God. have all types of Asian cuisine and it's delicious. Oh my God. I bought like skewers. Like I had like so much Love. barbecue and so I was good. like, mm. no, but it's just the food, like the food just mm. doesn't compare. It's, and plus, Asian food here is exotic, so it's like ugh, pricier, you know. But yeah. you know, it's cheaper, mm-hmm. like the that's ingredients. Like, yeah, that's why. Like, so I like since I never liked cooking, I fucking hate it. But like, oh, ironically, like moving to France, which is renowned for its cuisine, has mm-hmm. taught me to t- has taught me to cook Chinese food. <laughs> <laughs> 
you just have to yeah you have no if you want good food you've got to make yeah it's more worth it yeah it's true it is yeah the only way and like cheaper way too or like if you buy i don't know like but like things like um you know like jong like the the ones wrapped in like banana leaves sticky rice kind of like looks like even things like that how do you so much effort to make and like you need a whole i don't know like even chang fun like how do you take you know yeah yeah how do you how do you make the curry sauce for the fish ball ah that's what i want to know yeah yeah like i feel like there's some things you'll never be able to learn but like if it's a basic mm. basic dish like maybe like a fried rice or something like first of all, you don't put cheese in them Tough, right? <gasps> minchi like i tried once and i was like i did something wrong it did, <sighs> just didn't work so bro you gotta but... you gotta microwave the but like you gotta like chop up the potatoes and then put it in um a microwavable bowl put water and then microwave it for 15 minutes and then do you have an air fryer or just fry that oh. fry that and it will be so soft in the inside and like uh, crunchy outside. It's like, oh my god. Okay, okay, okay. I'm gonna when when, when I rewatch this, I'm gonna like take notes. <laughs> Beautiful. This is gonna be like a cooking podcast. Like, I know, right? If you, if you want to make Cantonese fried rice, don't put peas. Let's there you go. <laughs> don't put peas. There you go. There are some like so cha cha tang in Macau that would put peas because it's from the you know the bag. Like a bag, yeah. A those bag. frozen bags, peas just always come with it, right? Like it's peas, a peas, carrot. Yes, 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 yes. Yeah. So some places yeah. you ask like um, like I always ask that, and they're like mm-hmm, because it's in that thing. The, I think the the worst was the lack of chasio. Like I was so insulted. Like that's for sure. I mean, no, but like honestly, like I didn't even know the restaurant by my house that does good Chinese food. Like. I didn't even know they sold chasio, but like my friend, so I went there with some friends and then this is my last year in Paris. I've been living here three years. I've been going to that restaurant since I was a child. Like, and so she orders a uh, pork laque. And then when it arrives, I saw it and I'm like, oh my God, that's chasio. And then the waiter looked at me and he's like, oh, you know chasio. And I'm like, yeah, and I'm from Macau. And he's like, oh, you speak Cantonese. I'm like, I speak Mandarin. And then so we started speaking Mandarin. And, I'm, and he was like, but why didn't you order this? And I'm like, because I didn't know it was called por la que. Like, <laughs> what is this? Like, uh, por la que? What is la que? So now, like, la que? Oh my God. Okay. Uh, I don't know how to explain. Like, wait. Fork. Google Translate. Because cha, yeah, you know? Lake, lake is like like if you say lac, it's hairspray. Lake is like something that has like that gloss. Glaze. Wait, I glazed. Know. It's like in America they it call it uh, barbecue pork, pork uh, Chinese pork, yeah, yeah, barbecue yeah. pork, and I'm like barbecue pork. Sometimes they go like slash char siu, but it's like not a lot of char char siu. Char siu. Char siu. Love char. it. Amazing. <laughs> Hard. Because charred, because it's charred, because it's barbecue. Maybe what? That's that what makes sense. Like maybe that they think like people would associate it. Maybe. That's fair. There you go. Favorite Cantonese food? Go. Oh my god! Stop! I can't. Okay. Okay. Top. Okay. Top. Top of my mind. Um, chasu bao. Oh. Chasu bao. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then and then also um, the things you get in Haksa. <gasps> the barbecue. Gonna, yeah, the barbecue, but like with the soft bun and the honey on the meat. What is it called? <laughs> this is this is going to bother you. Like, or... Uh, I always get the guy pop out and I'm like, 
多蜜糖多蒜蓉，佢自己叫呢边 add garlic。OK， 佢系 garlic bread。Oh my god， I miss barbecue so much。You know,、so、I tried to explain once to someone like how Macau has a special like sandwich. It's called Jupa Bao, and they're like, "Oh, what's in it?" And I was like, "Oh, it's just pork and bread. It's just that." And like, just pork and bread isn't that too dry? I'm like, I don't know, but it's really good. Like, how do you explain to them? It's just pork. Because like, they love to put like I don't know lettuce and tomato and everything else in there, right? But no, this is just it's just pork and bread. Exactly, and, and the bun. It's the bun that makes it. Is the bread is called chu zai bao? Like they call it. Like it's like a big. Like apparently they they cook it like nicely in the bricks or something. Like I don't know, but it's like very fluffy. And then so when you bite into it, like you taste the. Mm-hmm. But yeah, you're right. Like just explaining that, like oh, it's just bread and pork. It's hilarious. Yeah, <laughs> it's like if you if you haven't had it, you just don't understand. You know, <laughs> it's so- marinated. It for sure it's marinated with something though. You know what I mean? Like,、yeah. like I feel like pe- we 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 don't even have to say it. It's already marinated. But yeah, here you have like to mention. Yeah, it's marinated. You know what I mean?、Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because then do, they just imagine literally just like taking like a slice of pork and then putting it, but no, it's prepared. It's a whole、mm, thing. Yeah, it's yep, so good. Yep, yep.、Oh, so, so good. So much. Yeah, and then then the, like the little snacks, like even ribena, like the ribena candy. Oh, I、yeah. love those things. They're so good. They're so good. Uh, like, uh, I think in Chinese is lei pan lap. Lei pan lap. Oh my gosh. <laughs> I tried to order them online. I couldn't find them. So、oh. gonna, my mom is coming back in August. I'm gonna be like, "Can you bring me like a suitcase, a box of snacks, please?" <laughs> That's what I did when I went to Macau in in December, and I came back. I had at least five kilos of food, just snacks. I would、yeah. probably do the same. Yeah. yeah. I brought like a, a luggage of presents, and then after I gave out all the presents, that luggage was filled with food, and even like like soup base, like like tom yum tom yum soup base. I even like bought the, those and made it here. <laughs> Delicious. All right, so Anna, we have less than a minute. So, do you want to shout out anything before we go? Thank you for creating this podcast because it makes me feel like home every time I listen to you, and I love your reels and I love your memes. Oh, thank you. Like, when I share it, nobody gets it, but I get it, so it's fine. It's okay. We're、It's、exclusive like that. We love it.、Thank、it's niche.、You. Yeah. Thank you so much for wanting to come、thank、on. Thank you for having. Good luck with、fun. life in Paris. Thank you. Good luck with the US. Thank you. <laughs> thank you. Bye. 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 <laughs> like and subscribe. Yes. <laughs>